A big fan of the abundance of horror movie selections on streaming services right now. Even just the thumbnails. I I get a kick out of just watching the previews that you get when you hover over the thumbnail on Netflix or Amazon Prime or some shit. Because like, are are you prodding me? Prodding? Are you you like trying to get me to say something? Why? That the trailer of this movie is far scarier than the movie? No, not at all. I was not prodding you at all. Okay, because I texted you this. I did not think this movie was scary. I'm so in fact, surprised. In fact, yeah, I was borderline, and you could tell by the texts from Karen, not like even ready to do this as part of our spooky October. Crazy. Did, I, I mean, and I don't know if it's that you and Karen have just bombarded me with some of the most intense things. This movie is intense. Yes. This movie is very disturbing. And it also gets super fucking metal and yeah. dope as fuck in the last five minutes. Uh, but scary. You you told me this was your favorite scary film. No, 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 no. no? Hereditary is my favorite scary film. Yeah, okay, film. okay, okay. This okay, is okay, a okay, film okay. that's up there for me in terms of like, I've never, I've always categorized this movie as something that's extremely creepy and disturbing, but never something on the levels of hereditary or like so, something jump scare. Let me take wise. a line out of the Christian's book. Sure. Let's break that down a little bit. Creepy and scary. You you call this movie. This movie is The Witch. The Witch, spelt with two V's. Before let's just let's do all the bullshit. Yeah. And then and then I'm gonna ask you, I need you to explain to me creepy, scary. We How to, to differentiate the exactly, two? Exactly. Exactly. Okay, absolutely. So let's just do the itty bitty nitty gritty and we'll go from just there. Just get into so it. So we watched a movie called The Witch. Uh, it's spelled with two V's. Mm-hmm. Um, which well, I can talk about later, uh, was released in the year, actually, 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was rated R and has a runtime of one hour and 32 minutes. Uh, it has a rating of 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb, a 90% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes, a 3.9 out of 5 from Letterboxd, and 3.9 out of 5, that's pretty much a 4. That's really good, I would say. Uh, but Google, and just so everyone knows, I did give it a thumbs up on Google. Good, as you should. Because it's... It's a good movie, man. It, I, I could not take my eyes away from the screen. I Actually, that's that. not true. There were some scenes that I definitely took my eyes away from the screen. But for the right purposes, but, dude. Uh, Google, rating. What I'm going to say, you know, with scary movies, it's always difficult because people aren't go- going to always thumbs up a scary movie because if it's so scary, they'll be like, fuck this movie. It disturbed the shit out of me. But thumbs al- down. But also... There are people who are like, this movie scared the shit out of me. Thumbs, Thumbs up. up. That's why it's weird. I'm going to give it like a, an 81%. That's what I think people think. 78. Ooh, yep. Makes sense. I think give or take 5%, you're pretty close. I think very- Even three. Similarly to like how you and Karen were perceiving this film prior to actually watching it, a lot of people saw the trailer thinking like, this is going to be one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Yeah. And then they watch it. They're just like, oh, I was just really uncomfortable, but the acting was great and the storyline was great, but it's not a conventional horror movie. Before we go any further, when we watched Hereditary, I I was physically ill from it. Yeah. It gave me a migraine. I had to lay down for hours. I did. Showing you Hereditary way earlier than these other films, it's like... The greatest moment of your life. It's like giving the best sex to someone that you're hooking up with, getting in a relationship, and then just like after this. And being like, that was it. That's that was the my peak. You're getting mediocre sex from here on out. Maybe maybe. Maybe maybe I jumped too deep and now like the the five foot pool is not deep enough for me. But not to say that for the listeners out there, if you haven't checked this movie out, check it out. It's definitely worth it. It's not it's 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 to me. A closer biopic of what a witch would go through at that time. Mm-hmm. For me, as a person who has looked into witchcraft, and I've I know multiple people who do witchcraft and call themselves witches, and like the stuff that has gone into the Salem witch trials, uh, and you know I've looked I've I know about that stuff. Yeah, this movie does a great job. Showing all of that stuff in yes. its realistic, honest, 
speaking, right? Like the the way the old English that they're speaking in is impeccable. The film is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it scary though? I don't, I don't think that's think what it his, is. His intention, like even from the beginning, they said that this is an old, a new England old folklore. Folk tale. Yeah, folktale. Yeah. And so the director, five years prior to actually shooting the film, was doing research on all of the witch trials. Yeah. On during on on this time period, the language, the literature that was documented during the time from yeah. the, the court yeah. trials and whatnot. And so that's why it's so accurate and so good. He wrote a great film. Yeah. But he wrote a great film because he had had a lot of scripts that were turned away. And this so was his like first time his writing intention and was directing. Like, I'm going to make a and I think there was even a quote and this isn't exactly it but it's if you want to make a good film you have to make a good script, right? So like his whole thing was like you have to do the work. What did you ever see that Jake Gyllenhaal film Nightcrawler? Uh yes. Where he has that he has that line that I always remember is like if you want to win the lottery you have to buy a ticket. You have to make the money to buy the ticket. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's that kind of thing. Um but here's the synopsis coming at you. Right at you. In 1630 New England, panic and despair envelops a farmer, his wife, and their children. When youngest son Samuel suddenly vanishes, the family blames Thomason. Name that I love by the way. Yes. The oldest daughter who was watching the boy at the time of his disappearance. With suspicion and paranoia mounting, twin siblings, Mercy and Jonah suspect Thomason of witchcraft, testing the clan's faith, loyalty, and love of one another. Robert Eggers is the one who directed it. He also directed The Lighthouse. And he also directed Brothers. I don't know if he directed, but he did work on it. He helped. Okay, He's part of the filmography. He had a budget of $4 million. Just for this, I mean that makes sense. I mean it's just taking place in a very remote area. I don't I know mean, where they shot it. I, they could have shot that in the back lot uh, in Hollywood. Yeah, it's very. Possible. I don't think they did. I don't think they did because some of the establishing shots that they do are incredibly beautiful. In the first two minutes, they show some of the New England countryside. Gorgeous. Again, America's got some really pretty parts. You don't have to talk to nobody to see them, dude. They only took 25 days to shoot this. A lot of the lighting that was used was natural light or whatever was available. They hardly ever used artificial light. Well, they used candles. Um, For sure. Which yeah. was actually kind of a problem because this family's poor. Mm-hmm. And candles at that time would have been... Very expensive. Ex- incredibly Maybe that's all expensive. they had, too. But it would have been... Ex- they wouldn't have wasted... You think they would have sold it? I think they would have sold it. He sold the tin cup. The silver, silver cup. cup. Yeah, we can't probably, call it tin. Uh, no, it was probably fucking tin, bro. Yeah. It's probably fucking tin. Uh... Do you want to guess how much it made? So $4 million was the budget. I'm going to think that it was a hit because anything that A24 backs. But A24 in 2015 only had a handful of movies under their belt. But it was coming up thinking about the hipsters that were just like, you heard about this underground distribution company, A24? We got to check this shit out. You mean us? (laughs) What? You you just described us. Yeah. And imagine how many people like us are out there, dude. Who have a movie podcast? A lot. Not just no, who had a movie <laughs> podcast at eight twenty or at uh, in twenty fifteen. No, 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 none. No one, none, dude. None. Um, but nonetheless, like I watched this with Melissa. Uh, How much did it make? Oh, I'm so so sorry. I was getting I'm getting uh, sidetracked. I'm gonna say it made like twenty five million dollars. Forty point four million. Nice. So I'm not good with numbers, but I think that's a. Ten percent, a hundred percent. It's a huge success, is what it is. I'm not going to use my my Asian traits to calculate that right now. Completely different. This movie is incredibly intense. It's got a lot of children. It's got a lot of animals. Uh, <laughs> it's very it's, intense. It's, old, it's got a lot of children. It's old I love. English. It's a period piece. Like the they stacked as far as making a movie goes. Horror films tend to be the cheapest and easiest to make. Mm-hmm. They definitely did not make it easy on them. No. By choosing this very specific time period with very specific vernacular. Especially for the children having to learn this. I feel bad it, for Mercy and Jonas. Uh, not to jump too far ahead, but when they are kicking and screaming on the floor saying like, oh, he doth desire my blood, he doth desire my blood. I'm like... These children are going to be scarred for the rest of their lives because imagine the hours of rehearsal having to like get that scene right. These two kids <sighs> kicking and screaming, saying that shit. Just look at Haley Joel Osment now. Just fucked up from The Sixth Sense for sure. I mean, he does okay. He's doing it. Yeah, you're right. He's doing all right. What was that one movie he did where he played a cuck? I know there's a movie. Uh, the Ted Bundy movie with Zac Efron. Oh, that's right. He uh, wasn't a literal cuck, but he 
played a cuck. Mm-hmm. Basically. But anyways. anyways. <laughs> yeah, this you're right. This movie has it made it very difficult. It's a very difficult movie to shoot because it's so specific, man. So to get to my question that we started with, mm. this is your favorite horror film. One of your, one <laughs> one of your of, favorite? I would say it's up there. I wouldn't say and one of them. it's because my... of its creepy factor. I've... What is this creepy factor? How I base it off of <laughs> is... Tell me more about your creepy factor. The creepy factor is how how does it make me feel beyond just the movie itself during the duration of the movie so what i specifically remember about this is that after i turned it off i had to sit in silence for a while mm. because the ending of this movie ends with with anya uh with anya taylor joy yes the end of the movie is the best part fantastic and such a good way to end it open-ended enough but enough information for us to like close it out you know I like the ending and Anna Taylor Joy's journey. Yes. More now in rereading and learning about the overarching religious context that the that the director put into her character. Mm-hmm. Um. Upon watching it, I found it her character fairly flat. Really. Yeah. Well, think about it. How much texture can you really have as a as a woman in 1630 during Puritan times, she was so restricted already. And with that, you see some person, her true self comes out the most when she was interacting with Caleb. But other than that, she has to be a very filtered individual because their day-to-day, moment-to-moment life was judged by God. But did you not find very honest moments in her character when she was with her father? Yes, of course. But like, and I found that I found what I found very interesting about her character is the way that she holds Caleb by the river is mm-hmm. the exact same way that her father holds her. I love that. later on in the film. And what I find very interesting is she's the oldest daughter, and there's that old adage that the firstborn daughter is, is the female version of the father. And I could see this undying devotion that the father has to the family and and to the mother of keeping them going that Anna Taylor Joy also has to the family yet the kids don't res- the the twins don't respect her mm-hmm. the mom doesn't entirely trust her uh, and the dad chooses not to trust her because she's a woman yeah and so it's just a it's restrictions made by the times dude I mean, so, by the religion and by the predicament. Do we know why they were exiled from their original plantation? So upon doing some research, they apparently were exiled because the father um, was was accused of, what do you call it? Witchcraft? Prideful conceit is what they called it. They found him right. to be too vain of his materials back at the plantation that they used to be at. And that's why he's always claiming that he's too prideful and stuff. All of that stuff. So there's like a bunch of tropes, like a bunch the seven deadly sins are all in ways subtle or not shown here through different motifs uh, as to what eventually leads to their deaths and all of that stuff. I would really love this film. If uh, I didn't expect something scary around every corner. Yeah. I feel like they really built up that um, tension of something happening around every corner. Uh, because, I mean... I, I Some people I fucking, like to be I, edged. I love Satan. I love witchcraft. I love all that fucking bullshit, bro. Yeah. But this movie like made it kind of too hard to get to. That being said, the Church of Satan does love this movie and they show it all the time. There you go, man. If, if, if the Church the, of Satan mostly is just a money-making, uh, actually, political organization. <laughs> but uh, that's neither here nor there. I'm just saying. Um, look at that. I mean, the way it's like, this is, I would say, very historically accurate in terms of like the language, oh, the set. The, um, the type of witchcraft that they're doing is incredibly accurate. So let's talk about it so they got excommunicated from the church at the plantation prior in new england they moved all the way to this wherever they are miles and miles away yeah the edge of the forest in the woods they're like okay so apparently this movie is supposed to be uh, a metaphor of adam and eve so the plantation itself was supposed to be paradise 
and they had indulged too much. His prideful conceit is very metaphorical of Eve taking the apple wow. and eating it. Them having to leave, right? They left to this other place where the land was tainted because when after Eve ate that apple, God tainted the land, making it very difficult to survive, right? And so they're, here they are in the tainted woods, right? Their corn's not growing. Um, the the uh, goat is squirting out blood, right? Um, shit like that. And they're... With, with, uh, with that, like, each character is showing different things. So with Caleb, he's showing lust, right? Which is why he's looking at his sister's bosoms, right? Um, that was a weird shot. It's a weird shot, and it makes sense. Dude, you, you're not surrounded by any other girls. It's just you and your family. You are put away, and you're so restricted that you can't even think of it. Look at how many clothes they're wearing nudity and nudity is another fucking motif that is thrown around here so much which is why when caleb is found later he's naked bad sign witchcraft um when anya taylor joy later on takes off her uh cloth for black philip boom witchcraft that's another uh, ongoing motif man um uh, let's see hey i kind of like you talking about witchcraft bro honestly i think you could maybe try a couple of things i'm okay my name is literally christian and i it's, and i like honestly, to that, just ponder that's the most like perversion of the witchcraft that the, that's what it's all about is like perversion of the Christian sex because they get sects S E C T's um, to like, you know, pervert it and get it back to like where the pagan beliefs that they stole it from. Uh-huh. Uh, Cause, and I do find it really ironic that the Puritans who were so close to God, so, so to speak, uh, their biggest problem was witchcraft, which was just the absolute antithesis. It's, I mean, as you can see, the main evil in this that really pushed them, that really pushed uh, Thomason to becoming a witch was was the paranoia caused by the what the society had stirred up no, about witchcraft. No, I think I think her biggest draw to witchcraft. I'm sorry to disagree with you, but mm. I think her biggest draw to witchcraft was that the society she was in didn't let her experience anything. Because what were the yeah. things that Black Philip offered to her immediately? It was like oh. riches. Butter, which upon more Would you like the taste of butter, which do you know why he said that? Because the Pope had illegalized butter. Oh, he I said didn't it know was that. too rich and like it was too, it was almost a sinful act to eat butter. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's offering her all of the earthly goods that anybody would want to have, but in a puritanical society, all of those things are not just bad, they're forbidden. You know, you can't think yeah. about these and things. And that mixed with not having any other options, her family is all dead. Yeah, They're she can't hop on dead. a plane and fly to another state. Yeah. Um let, to to bring it back a bit, this movie just gets crazy. I think the first crazy part was what's depicted in the trailer. She's playing peekaboo with Sam, who is the infant son of the family. Yeah, in the first twenty minutes of this movie, the infant son is it disappears. Which is I think in, in horror writing is such a masterful thing to do. The 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 just the just uh, juxtaposition of playing a peekaboo, very innocent, and then the just disappearance of a baby. I will say, a, a director's note: you can tell the director was telling Anatel Joy like more intense on the booze. Yeah, more intense on the booze mm-hmm. because by the final by the final booze, she's like oh, boo. Yeah, and it's like eh. we're not gonna make the baby disappear on the. First peekaboo. Not a peekaboo. That's bad writing. A peekaboo. Peekaboo. Fuck. No, so the baby disappears and the family thinks it was a wolf that took it. Yeah. But, I mean, but we know that it wasn't because we see what happens to the baby. I forgot um, afterwards that immediately they show a witch. I was pissed, honestly. Why? I was pissed in this movie twice. And honestly, pissed at you. <laughs> Go, please, lay it on me. Because the first 20 minutes, we see a baby get mushed into mush and rubbed all over a naked old woman. And then she does her witchcraft thing. And then they kill a dog. The second part, yes. They the first up, part. They fucked up that dog. Once I didn't again, need to see a dead Was that, it you that told me about the website? Does the dog die.com? Yeah, Some shit like yeah. that? Well, the dog dies in this one, sadly. The dog is eviscerated in this Foul. one. And I'm sorry, Karen, I told you it was a deer. 
We don't see the dog get eviscerated. No, Dogs just laying there with guts. guts. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. That's even worse. It's safe to assume that if there are animals. Also, I, what is that, a border collie? I don't know if that breed was around back then. Maybe. That seems like a really modern dog. Unless they were the first ones to make that breed. Like that's It the, just seems like a really modern dog. That seems like concoction. a dog. Or are they going to get a. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's some dogs that are specific to that time period. They have dogs. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know. It, it worked for me. It was a. Alsatian. He should have done more research is what you're Honestly, saying. Honestly, the dog didn't need sunglasses. <laughs> um, let's see. So after that happened, so you're not, come on, the baby getting mushed. Well, we don't see the baby get the mushed. The baby getting mushed is horrible. We're, it's horrible. And this is what I'm talking about. The creepy imagery that lingers on afterwards. Because look at, I'm I'm sure the way it's you're speaking gross. about this. Of course, dude. But if we're talking about witchcraft and like using the blood of a newborn baby, that's exactly what's happening. We got an old ugly witch in her old ugly hut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rubbing yeah. a how they fucking knife on this infant's stomach. Oh, she rubs her hand on his baby penis. It is disgusting. It's dis- I thought they I thought this woman was Jewish because I thought she was just going to like uh, circumcise him. No, I was like, look, I don't remember this. They use a tiny guillotine. Oh, that's what it is—a little penis guillotine. Pink, pink, uh, but pink, <laughs> pink. <laughs> that's the onomatopoeia that happens when you use a guillotine. Um, but the—I think the imagery was extremely creepy. Even prior, it's incredibly effective. Yeah, you know what else was effective with this? Uh, was, the vomit bag I had next to me. Nice. I'm glad that you had that. But what I was gonna say was the sound. Did you oh. have this up loud when you were yeah. listening? The so music good. is very disturbing. Mm-hmm. It's a distorted, not even, I don't, I couldn't even tell you what instrument it is. I, I don't know either. And it's, the music was used during scenes that aren't even scary. They, because. Because no, they make you think it's going to be scary. So the first time we hear some ominous music is when they are first excommunicated and it's a. Uh, it's a landscape shot of them looking at their new or uh, at their new home, yeah, at the, the horizon. Homestead. Yeah, right. And it's just slowly zooming in with like violins going crazy or some shit. And I'm like, this is well shot. And it's stuff like this. Prior to us recording, Karen had said, like, in all honesty, I thought the witch was boring. And I'm like, yeah, no, no harm, no foul. I'm not offended. I, I- I've never seen Karen. Um, Protest so much <laughs> by going on Instagram instead of watching the, the movie. No, I just mean it to us doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. It's it's you know what I think it, honestly it was the dog death that pissed her off. She can't get past that. Ah man, but that doesn't even happen till later. It happens early enough. It does. Do you do you think? What were your thoughts on the mom? Kate, because I hate her. Yeah, she's not a good mother. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say what I found was interesting was when the crow was gnawing on her nip. Yeah, there's a thing about witches that they have like a third nipple that they use to like suckle on for like demons and stuff like that. Interesting. And I have a third have nipple? a third nipple. Shut up. And a lot of people are like, oh no, it's just a mole. But if you look at it. It's got an areola and a little nip to it. That is just a very dark mole. No, no, no. Come look at it. It's got an areola and a nip to it. I see it. I'm close enough. It's got an areola and a nip to it. You know, that's fine, dude. Can you squirt milk out of it? Should we? Get I can't a- squirt milk out of any of my nipples, <laughs> to be honest with you. And I've tried. <laughs> we got to get you pregnant first. I can squirt milk out of my dick. Oh, that's milk? It's weird. <laughs> it doesn't taste like milk. <laughs> I don't feel it's my- It's so bo- gross. My bones don't get stronger after having it. Uh, but my teeth look great. <laughs> it's great for my enamel. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I just like that. This movie really did take the time to get everything right about the time period. It's a slow burn. It's a very, yeah, the time period is impeccable. The movie is slow. Yeah. And they take their time with every shot, every word. And like, there are some exchanges of words that I didn't understand a single back and forth. Did you watch this with subtitles? I, uh, I did, uh, like, t- five minutes in. It's almost a necessity. Uh, but like, you can get the context, even without it. If you didn't know what they're saying, you get the context. Yeah. Of, it's like watching a foreign film. You kind of get the context of what they're trying mm-hmm. to get out. Um, but, I mean, the dad is an incredible actor. Right from the beginning, because the first words that are uttered in the film yeah. are his Suck on my words. balls. 
He's he's telling the church from the plantation, yo, fuck this place. Suck on my balls. You're right. Old English is written so in beautiful. such an articulate fashion. So beautiful. So good. I was telling Karen, this movie is closer to Shakespeare than it is to us. Yeah. And that and you can see it in the way that they talk. That old English is there's a level a great level of poeticism with it and how they speak to each other. Even like the way she was in jest, she was kind of mocking Mercy when yeah. Mercy was saying, I'm the Wicked Witch of the West. I'm the Wicked Witch of the West. And then Anya Taylor-Joy gets up. No, I'm the Witch, not, the Wicked Witch of the West is from Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Oz. <laughs> the Witch of the Woods. The Witch of the Woods. I uh, almost let it go. <laughs> no, thank you for correcting me. Listeners in the car would have been like, has this guy never Turning fucking seen traffic. <laughs> They're finding my address right now. So are the twins witches? That I wanted to talk to you about. So there's a lot of evidence left behind in the movie for us to think either or, right? They could just be two dumb little shits that are just trying to <laughs> trying to get their sister killed. I think they made a deal with Black Phillip. And I think their deal was that they didn't have to do any work on the farm. Ooh. Because everybody else is working on the farm and they don't. And they That's get away with it. And nobody theory. gets mad at them for doing that. And as small children, they would think that's that little ahead yeah i don't know they definitely and there's something going on if they're able to understand black philip of course to begin with yeah and we're given even more evidence when they're locked up in the barn with black philip and flora the white goat uh rest in peace um <laughs> i know these dead animals kind of sucks that it's depicted in here this is a number one peter film though <laughs> but when they're locked up in that barn we're given more evidence that they're affiliated because they're well, just looking the, at Black Phillip. And the shot, the way that it's filmed, I noticed it was very interesting that like it was the two and the goat mm-hmm. and then Anna Taylor-Joy over here. On the other side. Like it was like the way that it was framed. And there was even a line or a post from the building that separated the twins from the goat. Mm-hmm. But they were still together in that shot. Yeah. So artistically speaking, it shows that there's some sort of affiliation, right? And uh, not to flex my film school knowledge too much here, but they, they did a very in a very chosen choice to do this expressionalist lighting throughout the film. Mm-hmm. I'm not just talking about the fact that they used the candles or that they used it, the, but like... What does that mean, expressionalist lighting? They... Certain things were lit for certain moments, right? It wasn't just dark for dark sake or scary over here and then the face shows up. Like the the barn that they're locked in only has certain rays of light coming through the slats of the wood. And those certain rays of light that they are, are purposely put in those exact positions to show or not show the things that are supposed to be there in that scene. Yeah. And the... In, the... No, the wherewithal to have that in there in those certain scenes in that barn scene in particular that I'm talking about is something that this that the director did, Robert Eggers. Eggers. Ego. Lego. My ego. <laughs> Lego. My ego. <laughs> it's something that he did because he's trying to express this darkness past what we're looking at. It's not just in the light and not in the light. There's a darkness that's that supersedes this film throughout all of it. Mm. And you can't see it or not see it no matter what happens. Because mm-hmm. what happens when Black Phillip finally starts talking? He's not even on screen. Yeah. In fact, it's a solo shot of just of Anna Taylor-Joy the whole time. And until, the, until right before when she signs, there's a hand on, on her shoulder. Yeah. And it's not a normal hand. It's a demony kind of scary black hand it'd be weird if it was like a model's hand or like a goat hoof <laughs> it would be i did kind of philip stays in goat form goat the entire hoof. time because yeah because you know uh the 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 hermaphroditic goat head uh is the satanic yeah, symbol that we've all seen in in old literature and whatnot i would want i honestly wanted it to be a hoof hot take black philip hella cute uh, you know what goats are pretty dope their eyes kind of scary but once you get past that part once they just start chewing shit you know goats an acronym for greatest of all time no guy opens asshole totally 
I think we we read different things, and I think, I you think should, that's also a thing. You should reassess the type of research you do for things. <laughs> it's Goatsy. You don't remember Goatsy on no. the internet? Nope, not at all. It was the guy who put stuff in his butt? No, you should really figure out your algorithms and delete your history ASAP. I'm actually unfollowing a lot of like uh, thirst traps on Instagram. As you should, because guess what? It's in the word trap, thirst trap. Don't trap yourself, bro. Anyway. Um, the witch. <laughs> What I love, I love that climax of him finally speaking. When she had lost everything, when Thomason had finally lost everything, she killed her mother, her father had died, and she finds herself in the barn, and she's like, fuck it, I'm going to find Black Phillip. Please, if you have anything to say to me right now, say it. Obviously, she says this in beautiful old English. No, I think she says it verbatim from what you just said. <laughs> Yo, goat. Yo, dude. Black Phillip. <laughs> What's Phillip. up, my dude? Philip. Yo. What's up? You got anything from me? What what a doo-doo man. <laughs> what it doo-doo man? What a doo-doo man. My family dead. I'm down to be a witch. But so Black Phillip does respond, and that was an intense moment. The voice that is chosen to depict this <sighs> What do you desire? Exactly. A do, bit Voldemorty. Do you want to live life deliciously? Ooh, I hated it. That sentence I hated you it. know whoever wrote that fucking sentence in the team of writers for the script was just like cause that word itself is indulgent. Deliciously. Deliciously. Do you want the taste of butter? But uh Pretty he's dresses. asking her if she wants to eat ass. Yeah, that's what they're really going for. Which also, one thing that they didn't talk about was at this time, uh, witchcraft, usually when you spoke to the devil, the first thing you'd have to do was lick a cat's asshole. What they didn't know is that this was actually the precursor to getting Hocus cast Pocus. for the casting couch. Oh, we're okay. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure. Because Karen was like, I would like to see the witch too. What happened afterwards? And I go, you have. That's Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Just PG version, baby. Just, that's, you know what? Because she ends it with a bunch of witches. Um, also, I do want to say, what? do you know what spell that witch was doing with the mushed up baby? Uh, no. No, a lot of people think it's like a she's, rejuvenating spell. She's making baby gumbo. No, 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 no. That baby gumbo is used to fly on a broom. So, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like I'd read somewhere on the internet that the innocent imagery of a witch flying on a broom come is just that's just what it is that but that it comes from brooms were like used as like masturbatory tools right something not like phallic like that not necessarily masturbatory tools but um the 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 requirements to get the broom to fly for these witches required a lot of lady fondling um fluid oh so they had to put it there and with that they would start levitating, which is why it's in between their legs. Yeah, you know, maybe they're just, or maybe they're just having an orgasm because they have a clit. Could be. Well, I mean, like, look at the very end of the film. That's, they made becoming a witch look like awesome. it, like a great trip. That's the tough part about witchcraft, especially looking at it with my analytical brain and my very ones and zero brain that I have. A lot of stories can be either chalked up to being like, and that's because they're fucking witches, mm-hmm. or you can be like, oh no, that's just. Like, that's just a, a metaphor mm-hmm. for coming. <laughs> I mean, it's an easy explanation, right? As a magician, I always say the easiest explanation is probably the real one. Yeah, yeah. But in this in this case, I'm glad that they went very deep. I mean, it just gave... I'd, prior to this, I'd never been afraid of the idea of witches and whatnot. But, like, this dark overview of it and, like, the, the very ending, the climax... All of that was just sent chills down my spine and the way it just goes, the screen's black and you don't even see the ending credits for like another 20 seconds. It was very Black Mirror of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your reaction to it is not something that I had to this film, but it is something that I've had to Black Mirror episodes and mm-hmm. definitely season one of Black like, Mirror. What the fuck? Where it ends and it goes to black and you just sit there and you're just like, I, I got to rethink my whole life. Yeah. I had to rethink my entire life after the very end. I had to rethink my entire life when the mom had thought she had seen Caleb and the baby Sam and was just like, oh my God, Sam's hungry. And you just see her later on, once again, beautiful shots of it just slowly zooming in and she's like laughing to herself because she's thinking that she has her kids back. But instead it's this crow nipping at her I think nipple, it's a raven. A raven, just as the Caleb had previously 
said in his uh, his deathbed. <sighs> Can we talk about that? Yeah, nobody talks about his acting enough. Incredible. That kid, that little kid's acting. Uh, and apparently the director had a real tough time because he had never directed children before. He had to get someone else to direct them. You know who it was? Who? The dad. The actual father of the kid. The the dad in the movie. Oh, the dad of the movie. Because <laughs> he, he does help. Like he has children who are actors and he coaches them. Mm-hmm. And so he was able to coach this child to get to that point. And well done. Because that kid's acting in that quasi exorcism. Incredible, dude. With like those types, uh, with the the writing that's given and like the very physical acting in that scene that needs to be executed well, right? Did it incredibly. The shit that he's saying, like the the convulsions and up to the very end to his dying breath, was very very uncomfortable and creepy. And it, he did a great job. Yeah, him saying, him praying at the very end. Where you know, oh, he's not praying for the love of God. He's praying sarcastically because he is bewitched. He is taken by this very sexy mama witch that he ends up finding in the woods because they know that homeboy's dealing with lust and they're just like, yeah, we're going to get you with that. I think that was that kid's first kiss. I think so, too. (laughs) In real life. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, dude, this kid is the most popular kid at school after this movie. Sexy witch looked pretty damn good. Sexy Little Red Riding Hood Witch, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, I did say Little Red Riding Hood when I watched it. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. Sexy Witch looks good. Great. I don't think her boobs are big, but they definitely pushed them up. Oh yeah, with the the corset yeah. that she had yeah, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. and only downfall of that lady. She's a witch. Her actual hands. witch. Her hand did her not have enough. Her old lady hand. Mm-hmm. That's the same witch that ate ate the baby, right? I uh, think so. Or do we have seven options because there were seven witches at the very end? And do they all have different forms? Or are they are are they all new to the roster? Are they is this like the new season of witches? Season of the witch. Season of the witch, starring Nicolas Cage. Also that <laughs> Halloween movie. <laughs> Halloween three, Season of the Witch. Oh, that one too. Um, um No, I I that's a very interesting question. Because does the witch die at the end of this film? Mm-hmm. Is we don't there, know. I don't think I, so. I also would like to posit the question, is there any witch at all? Is Black Phillip just controlling this so much in his satanic, demonic powers that could there be no witch at all? And both the rabbit, the woman, and the so-called Oh, I already said wolf. The wolf, the rabbit, and the woman, are they all just avatars for Black Phillip to lure this family into the woods mm-hmm. so that he can p- pick them off one at a time? Well, what debunks that, I believe, in my opinion, is the the moment that Black Phillip speaks. Because prior to that, there's no actual evidence of of witchcraft or of supernatural happenings until he does speak. No, but the things are happening. Things are happening. The baby disappears. The corn's going bad. The but if the baby the disappears, kids are talking to the goat. But there's still no visual evidence, right? Mm. Right. Where it's like the director could be like, it could have been anything, but no, it couldn't have been anything because we obviously see back Black Phillip turn into like a, a Johnny Depp, emo Johnny Depp, Captain Jack Sparrow at the very end, and then yeah, we see did, the ladies all levitate. Yeah. So it's obviously like witchcraft. But if it had just ended, let's say, let, let me let me pose this hypothetical ending. If Anya Taylor Joy went to the barn after she had killed her mother, and said, "Black Philip, what do you have to say to me? If there's anything you must say, say it to me right now." And it's still and it's slowly zooming in on her face for about 10, 15 seconds, and then the screen goes back goes to black soprano style. Then that's where it's open ended enough for us to be like, did they all just go? mad from being isolated with each other did paranoia really just get to them but i don't think they did i think black philip was in control of all of those things i, I think truly black believe Phillip that too did all of those things and that's what i'm saying i don't think there is a witch mm. i don't think there is a wolf or the rabbit that they chased i think those are all black philip manipulating this family to tear itself apart until he gets his final goal uh virgin woman to join his witch coven yeah. who pray to him and give him sacrifices. Who's the old lady that we see in the beginning then? 
an avatar of Black Phillip. <laughs> just another because version. because the old lady is the young woman who is also the old, like it's not mm. consistent. The young witch Red Riding Hood has old lady hand and old lady covers herself in baby guts. Yeah. Uh so I, gross. as I think that witch does that to Black Phillip and and that's kind of like maybe putting her power like how the Green Lantern's ring leaves the body and goes to find a new one. Maybe her witch powers leaves her to find a new one. And Black Phillip's like, well, I can't use these twins. I got to use Anna Taylor-Joy because she yeah. knows how to play chess. And she understands this thing. <laughs> it all kind of works out. And that's how it goes. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. Open up a Jersey Mike's. You're right. Now you got two or three franchises under your belt. Then we're fucking good to go, bro. Yeah, now you own all of Orange, New Jersey. Yeah. Man, Black Phillip, entrepreneur. Honestly, he's Mark Cuban. Who knew? Who knew? This is why people listen to this podcast. We make connections that have never been made before. Yeah, well, Mark Cuban's listening to this to figure out what he's trying to do. He's extremely flattered. Uh, but Black Phillip, though, I think I was upset that they actually showed him. I think one of I yeah, think my I don't think only qualm, my only qualm is showing him. A shadow, maybe. A shadow or like maybe a hand, but they didn't have to show his face. It was too revealing. Very, and you're right. Now that you say it, very Jack Sparrow like, but not Jack, like if Jack Sparrow had a brother, mm-hmm. that's who Black. Who that's who Black Philip is. The brother that was just like not accepted in the family because he was too emo. Also, Black Pete, I think, is um, a thing in Europe. Santa has uh, Black Pete with him, and he beats the bad kids. What? It's yeah. Like his sidekick? Yeah, and he's not his bla- violent sidekick. Yeah, he's not black because he's like a black man. He's black because he's covered in soot. Uh, he's actually Spanish. Ah. Uh. Interesting. Swat the Pete is what they call him. Swat the Pete? Yeah, it's, it's Dutch. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I never knew For about Black that. Black Pete. Oh, Santa's more violent than I had thought. European Santa is fucked up. Mm. That's where you get Krampus from and like Santa beating kids. I and believe like, it. Santa's fucked up. I believe it's it. It's not until American Coca-Cola did we get good Santa. Well, it's just I, I don't trust anything that has like uh, Santa's just an anagram. powers. It's just an anagram for with Satan, for right? Satan. Right. I'm just like, I don't trust it. Well, Christmas it. is a ba- a pagan holiday. Uh, well, guess what? Christmas, we're going to be watching very happy Christmas movies. So, Do you have a best person on set? It's going to have to go to Robert Eggers. He did a really good job. I, I mean, I have to give it to multiple. Robert Eggers, like having have done the work for wanna... five years to do some like historical research to make this period of peace very accurate. You need your phone? Yeah, I wanted I want it cuz I want to give my best person on set award to somebody important. Um here, let me look it up. Do who who is it that you're looking for? The dad. For? The dad is by far the most experienced actor on that set. And he looks 16th century English. He looks like Adam Driver in 20 years. No, he looks like Adam Driver in the 16th century. I get like, that. Like he's got such an old-timey fucking face. Yeah. Yeah. He has he's um He's uh, he should Sa- be playing Shakespeare. He's Salem witch trials sexy when he was chopping up that wood. I was just like when girls he was at that cut. time, dude, farmer cut. Yeah, you know all of those Puritan wives are looking at him, being like, "Oh, no, they can't. shall not look. They can't look, bro. They can't." But that makes it that much sexier. Why they have ten kids? Because yeah. they can't look. They got because that's the only time they could get it is if they could get it with the purpose for babies. Right? They're just like you need more. You need more hands on a farm. Yo, um, the mom was like being super weird about saying, hey, I have a confession to make. I had this weird sex dream with Jesus. She had a real deep seated guilt about the because did you get it? Jesus filled her up so much with satisfaction and satisfaction that she felt guilty about it. No man could ever do that. Exactly. So it was like this weird. um, She's a lesbian clashing. I don't think so, because Jesus is still a a male force in her life. I think she's just like, you know, uh, conflicted with her love of God and her and love of man. how, How intense of a religious Puritan could you be to like love God over your own being. Well, I mean, that was, that's just, that's the nurture aspect of these individuals. You grew up saying like, Hey, you have original sin. You, uh, you better, you better follow the laws of God. They hit that original sin thing on the head, talking about how like even babies are going to hell because they're born sinful. Well, that's the, the whole thing about this is that they, 
were freaking the fuck out because they're like, fuck, yeah, the ba- Sam, the baby's gone, but they're excommunicated before they could actually get him baptized. Because when you get excommunicated, you lose access to the sacraments provided by the church. Yep. You know, baptism, marriage, all of that, so on and so forth. And so they're just like, fuck. Is he-? That's why when Caleb was in the woods with his dad, he was like, am I going to hell? Am I going to hell? Is Sam going to hell? Right? And the dad did handle that like a good modern father being like, no, no, no. No, his voice. And then the mom's like, we're all going to hell. It's mom like, could, Mom could fall in a ditch. She, when she buried, she when, did. She, when she was burying Caleb, she should have just stayed there. And he should have just I did think he was going to fill it up. Because he's just like, I'm tired of you screaming, woman. <laughs> I'm tired of you nagging me. I'm trying I, my best. I have a second wife. Yeah. Ready to go. She's perfect. Yeah. Right she, age. Little little Red Riding Hood in the Honestly, woods. Honestly, we're about to change our last name to Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's New England. He's a, he, this motherfucker, with a voice that deep, how tall do you think he was? Also, his name, your best person on set award goes to Ralph Innocent. Um, he's, he's a good 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, 6'3". Not too much taller than you. No, no, he's exactly my you. height. Are you 6'3"? My license says that. <laughs> well, my license says 5'10". Your license also says Caucasian. It does. You're, I'm just trying to like reap not only these driving privileges, but these racial privileges. You're just thinking well. like if they see the ID only. That's it. They go and ask. Um, so Ralph Innocent is also in The Green Knight. He's in The North Harry Potter. Man. Oh, have I seen him in Harry Potter? He's in the British, off, the UK version of The Office. Um, he's in Chernobyl. That's where I've seen him. Wait, is he? I don't know who he is. I th- is he the one that comes in and tells all the bad jokes? No clue. In the first episode, I know exactly who he is in the office. Oh, fuck. He is. Oh, fuck. I know exactly who he is in the so office. So good. I, I don't remember him. I have to rewatch that, but you know. He's in the first episode. We got to find British office. It's on Netflix. It definitely is. It definitely is. We're watching it after this. Harvey Scrimshaw is caleb plays caleb the little boy oh he's gonna be great in like 10 years yeah fool's young well he's 21 now and so he still has all the time in the world as an actor to like really you know you you tackle the beast of a script he looks a bit like young anakin skywalker yeah but just doing a way better job and not ruining his legacy (laughs) well who knows yet Uh, there's still time i don't know this was a good enough this is a good starting point this movie is Intense. Uncomfortable. Yes. It's beautifully shot. It's very accurate the and historic. The acting is impeccable. Um, you wondered why it's spelled with two Vs in the beginning. And yeah. I mentioned to you it's because at that time there was no W letter. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I don't even think there was a V at that time. The letter U was written like a V. That's why like old courthouses or the Supreme Court, when you see it chiseled in, the U looks like a V because that's how it was written back. Well, in if that. we're calling a W, W, that's exactly W, where it and from. it's written a capital W looks like two V's still. Yeah, there's some weird stuff with English, man. Get it mm. correct. Yeah, you know what? Learn your shit, Jacobian English. Brown people got it right because Spanish straightforward. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, no English base at all. It's Latin based. Yeah, all the vowels sound like the vowels. Uh, e, e, o, u. Anybody, anybody can read Spanish. Yes, it's all phonetic. Mm-hmm. But with English, it's just like, figure it out. And I think Arabic, too, sounds phonetic. You can't read it because who knows? We don't know those letters. But yeah. it's also very similar to Spanish. Arabic. I believe it. I believe it. What do you rate this movie? How about you rate it first? No, don't let me influence. I got it. I got it locked in my mind, dude. So You're the, the one that has... This is a two. <gasps> this is a two, and it's barely a two. What? This is a two, and it's barely a two. Remove your horror movie scope. Yeah. Still a two. Because it's not... Remove my horror scope. What 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 do you mean? <laughs> not horror scope, but horror, your, your lens. Your horror lens. It's called lens. a horror scope. <laughs> um, it's just, it's not... Scary. I'm saying remove your horror lens. Okay. Because he didn't intend for it to it, be scary. I, it, it made me... It, it made me uncomfortable in a bad way. Uh. Whereas Hereditary made me uncomfortable and like wrecked me and like had me thinking about it. This movie just, I, I wasn't. Wow. Yeah. I. Because I like witchcraft and I like what it, I, again, the last five minutes, fucking metal as fuck. I want more of that. Mm-hmm. Again, me and Karen are in the same boat. I would like the witch too. 
see what happens in the fucking coven. Yeah, let's see what these seven naked bitches do. Well, it's just going to be Big Brother Coven Edition. They're, I think that's American Horror Story. They're definitely exactly, dude. That's what it would turn into. Because there's seven girls in one coven. They're gonna but think be about pulling it, hair, but one at a time. They're getting burned at the stake or strapped to a barrel or yeah, whatever right. they did. Those are the stakes, dude. Literally the, the stakes. I think the second movie is either Hocus Pocus or The Crucible. Yeah, I don't know. it's gonna be yeah, The Crucible too. Who's the baddest witch, right? <laughs> I'm the baddest the witch in town. The Crucible 2 is like the Maltese Falcon or something. Like, it's actually a modern film. You could. Fu- oh, really? <laughs> I, th- I, I think it is. Um, I give this movie a fucking five out of five. And I, I was afraid to watch do. it again to be like, okay, Alex was right. I didn't enjoy my second watch. No. Enjoyed it even more. Enjoy. And Melissa, Melissa was scared shitless. She was just like, I need to open these drapes. It's like, it's too, it's too dark in here. We're actually in the daytime. Well, when, when I watched, when we sat down to watch it, I said, I'm going to turn the lights on and I'm going to, because I, because the trailer had me so shook. Mm. The trailer scared me so badly that we were going to watch it without this podcast bringing it up. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I it. Well, I'm glad that you guys watched it nonetheless. Now, you know, now I know, now, you know, um, I, but then I think I do have a different palette for horror movies as opposed to you and Karen. Karen I mean, I think yeah, you guys I, are more jump scare based. I, don't, I mean, I don't like that either. Yeah. Because this didn't but have I too many jump could, scares. I thought that, no, there was none. I thought there could be more witchcraft in a movie called The Witch. Dude, it's just, it's the slow burn to the, to the very end. It should be called We Live Next to The Witch. But The Witch still got, yeah, I mean. <laughs> it should be called. Neighbors three. My neighbor's the witch. Next to the witch, yeah. Um, what to what to do when you're moving next to a witch? What to expect when you're expecting a witch neighbor? Um, this is I don't know. Like, and if you were to break it down in terms of like in, in artistically, like even the way the the dad died, the dad died from oh, Black, Black Philip, and. He had accepted his fate because he knew he had sinned, right? He was just like, you remember he picked up the axe and he was like, no, I accept it. Because he knows that he's a sinner. And even the way that he dies, so like a, a lot of his Hey, trope, if you're a sinner, you're a winner when you're down in hell. I don't know where he's going. I don't know. Puritan, it's just all weird stuff. Purgatory, bro. He's for sure going to purgatory. He's going to have, he has some stuff to figure it out. I think Puritans never get to heaven. It's way it's too... It's like Jehovah's. There's only like a thousand and something spots in heaven, and most of them are filled up already, so could you get one? Oh, it's one? super exclusive? Oh, yeah. Oof. As opposed to Mormons, when you get your own planet, when you go to heaven, and Crazy. it's just like, there's a lot of different... Christianity is cuckoo bananas. Weird. Weird, man. Um, but with uh, with that with the dad, even the way that he died, so a lot of his, uh, his sins were based on, like, on, uh, on pride yeah. and, like masculinity and being the being the provider of the family and not doing well which is why you see him get mad when he can't even shoot the rabbit right when you see him like working on the wood in the backyard he can't provide for his family and what the irony of his death is that he all the wood that he's chopped up falls over him he dies in in a pile of his own work which is everything that he was working toward was trying to be the best father and it bit him in the ass Small things like that. This is why people shouldn't have kids. Mm, yeah. No matter how hard you work, you're going to get killed by a goat. Well, if you have two shits like Mercy and Jonas, they what happened to them? Because they're, they're not going to pop them to milk cartons. The society doesn't know them. They're dead. Where did they go? They're dead. They're going to hell. Because <laughs> they were just... Black Phillips stomped their little heads. They just disappeared after the barn because they were just watching Black Phillip Suckle on the, the on the teat of Flora, who dies. Rest in peace. They uh, and I did find it interesting that they couldn't get through the Lord's Prayer, which is which was at that time a sign of witchcraft. Weird. If you can't get through the Lord's Prayer, my question for you: Could I get through the Lord's Prayer? No. <laughs> Do you remember your Our Fathers? Oh, uh, there's a God, and His name's Jesus. <laughs> Why is that uh, a Southern twang? No, but my question for you is: Were they faking that, or was that real? No, I think they made a deal with Black Philip. So, do you think they had? Ex- do you think they actually made a deal, or they were, because they were still not talking to Black Philip, right? They did. I don't think they accepted the deal. I think they were in communications. I don't think they they were going steady. Just because they never got in trouble, they make a clear point. They have that like who's on first bit, 
where the parents are yelling at Thomason yeah. and not the twins who are clearly being dicks. And so so that tells me that they can't yell at the twins. Why can't they yell at the twins? They're clearly yelling at all the other kids. It's because the twins made a deal and it's short sighted as what little kids would make it as of we just we don't we want to play all the time and never get in trouble. Mm, no, because guess what? The dad later on choke hole is about to choke slam Jonas. <laughs> that's after that's after the devil has Oh, established right. as Thomason sure. as his next target. Sure. Because I think when the kids do their little shaking thing, that's that is Black Phillip leaving them to go to his new target. I thought it was so funny how after Caleb dies, those two kids are just laying there for minutes. And the mom breathing like a dog. The mom and dad don't care. <laughs> yeah. I thought those two kids They breathe like Black Phillip. They're my least favorite people on set. They did a fantastic job because they're making. They're that's getting not something a thing. We, that's not a game we play. Yeah, we should. Least We're favorite defending. people on set. Mine's Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah, you're right. On any set. Also, they're picking the jury for that. I hope they fucking send that motherfucker. They as they should. Um. Anyways, yeah. No, I. I mean, look. I'm honestly worried about you and your psyche because I know that you love this film. I love it. You. We were texting, and I was saying the ending was so creepy. I fucking loved it. And you were like, you're an interesting cat. And I was like, yeah, maybe. You're an interesting cat. No, well, well, arguably the ending is the best part. But also, just your love of horror is so unexpected. It's very off-brand for someone like me. But it, but it makes sense of being like, you know, everybody's got to have a... Everyone's got a zero. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. It sounded better in my head. <laughs> I wasn't going to let that slide without actually bringing it It sounded better in my head. Baddies, everyone's got a zero. Everyone. I, I don't mean everyone. Every one has, has a zero. <laughs> now I see what I got it. All right. Um, I'm glad I got to clear that up because <laughs> uh, I'm going to listen to this episode and think I sound dumb. No, it makes sense now that you said it. Everyone's, everyone's Every one has got a zero. A zero. There's a computer laughing its head off right now. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Stephen Hawking just... Bro, rest in peace. Yep. Just. I was it. thinking Karen Plankton's wife. That one. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. My name is Alejandro. And my name is Christian. You can follow Christian at Christian Has Asthma. And you can follow Alejandro at call underscore me Jesus. You can follow our podcast at ICBTB Podcast. podcast. Go to our website at ICBTB.com. And, you know, just if you guys see us, see us on them streets, say what's up. I had somebody ask for more new shirts. We maybe need to look back into shirt things. I was thinking of some new merch ideas that I'll talk to you about. You remember like eight months ago when we had a every six month release sort of thing we had in our head? Yeah. Yeah, that didn't work out, huh? No, it's we a lot of work. We just stopped telling the baddies our plans. No, I mean, well, I want to keep them <laughs> on their toes is what it is. This is all on purpose, False. y'all. Yep. Hope. That's, that's what else. What else can we do? We're we're a podcast full of false promises. That's not a good thing. We're to, false prophets, dude. Don't don't worship messiahs. us. Don't worship us. No. But give us your money and buy some shirts. We Which still is, have tie dye shirts. You know what? One way relationship. Yeah. Once again, if you guys know us, we <laughs> is this work. working? Is this how, is this how you sell stuff? Horrible salesman is what we are. Um, let's get the fuck out of here. Ooh, Baddies, happy Halloween. Uh, this is not our Halloween episode. No, it's it's not. If we we might do one more movie episode, I think we should. I kind of want to. Uh, we have some spooky we need, suggestions. We need some scare. I want to be Christian. Mm. I want to be scared. Let me do some looking. I know Karen had suggested Conjuring. The Conjuring. I don't like the Conjuring series. They're Christian superhero films. Okay, then I don't like Ed and Lorraine Warren. They're scam artists. Their biggest story. The best story Ed and Lorraine Warren ever found was the Amityville Horror. And the only reason why they haven't made that movie yet is because Universal or whatever the ones who are making Conjuring don't have the rights to the Amityville Horror. That's why we have to just stick with the VHS ones? Exactly. <laughs> and the one that was made Ryan in 2012 Reynolds. with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I hope Deadpool like makes its cameo in the next one. Well, Hugh Jackman's in the new Deadpool. Mm. So. Um, Midsommar? Okay. Have you seen that? Uh, no. I could be give it a watch. Old, old people, old. Let's kill the old people. That's not doing too well critically right now. I like. Uh, I no, no, no. I'm saying, isn't that what Midsummer is? Oh, I they're talking about old people on Netflix. I'm all about euthanasia. That's why I buy Nikes. Yep. Yep. Uh, what? 
Um, I'm all about giving Asian kids work too, man. <laughs> Get them going, bro. Teach Get them. the euthanasia going. Fucking teach them uh, the youth. <laughs> Honestly, my favorite joke I've ever come up with. Um, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. So check out Midsommar over the weekend. If you feel a certain way about it, let me uh, know if you want to record I'm it. I'm going to be watching scary films for the next, what, today's the 14th? For the next 15 days. Yeah. Yeah, we got it. Going. 16, 17. Other than that, I'll do some more research. And but baddies, we love you. Keep watching. Keep listening. I like you. Um, once again, Peyton Page. Alejandro's eating them beans, and he's gonna fart really, really bad until it stinks really, really bad on this podcast eventually. Hundred posts. All right, peace, y'all. Bye.